Hello, friend. And I pause for you to say it back. Hi, it's John here. So glad I caught you. Have you got a moment to step into my cupboard for a quick chat? I've got a few questions about, well, sort of everything. What's in it for you? Uh, points. And you know what points mean? Points mean pride in yourself. As always, there are 40 of them available, spread over four different quiz rounds, the first of which today is anything but. It's a simple concept. Two entire points are available if you can name any one of multiple things that fit into each category. The only problem is you can't have the most obvious one because I want it and will also name it in order to spoil things for you. I'll tell you how many other answers you have to choose from and you only need one of those per question for full marks. It's all kind of implied in the wording of each question. For example, number one, name any discipline in the modern pentathlon except running. So running is the final event, usually of a modern pentathlon seemingly, uh, currently set at 3,200 metres running. Um, there are, quite obviously, four other disciplines in the modern pentathlon. So name any one of those and you get two points. You don't need to do all of them. Number two, name any current communist country except China. This is according to Britannica and many other sources. There are currently, in 2023, five countries in the world in which communism is the official form of government. China is one. Name any of the other four. Coco's got ideas about that one. Number three, name any male author with a fictional entry in Amazon's 50 best-selling books ever in the USA, except J.R.R. Tolkien. What a long category. A male author with a fictional entry in Amazon's 50 best-selling books ever in the USA, except J.R.R. Tolkien, the author of The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, etc. This data is going from 1994 when Amazon started up to 2021. The top of the list is dominated by very famous women. Suzanne Collins at number one with The Hunger Games, Rowling, Atwood, E.L. James, of course, and half the men on the list are self-help writers. Not interested in that for the purposes of this quiz. 12 possible correct answers other than J.R.R. Tolkien. It does lean quite modern, I'll tell you that. Number four, name any German city-state except Berlin. So of the 16 federal states of Germany, three are categorised as city-states because they basically are just a city and its surrounding area. Berlin, the capital, is one. There are two others then. Name either of the other German city-states. And number five, name any Australian driver to win a Formula One race except Daniel Ricciardo who is the only current Aussie driver to have won a race. He has eight race wins in his 238 starts. Oscar Piastri has apparently come close and probably will top the podium at some point, but at the time of recording, he's not on the list. There are three other Australian drivers to win a Formula One Grand Prix, except Daniel Ricciardo. Name any of those three, please. That is all of our Anything Buts. Round two coming up. But a sire, it's a big hit. The whole village is singing it. I like that. Do you know I do? This gives me a feeling of power. Power! The Back Catalogue Cabin is round two, which means plumbing the depths of musical artists' more obscure offerings. You're going to hear five artists you almost definitely know, but probably not singing songs you've heard before. All I need from you is the name of those artists. Number one is this band. 
And there they are. Remember, don't panic. I don't need the name of that track. Just the name of the band that you were listening to. Number two, we've got a solo artist. Here they are. To the river In the river The river spoke back to me It said, oh, you look so lonely So full of misery Yes, I do Maybe you can't find your baby Come on, go and make your home with me Nice indulgent clip, that one. Hope you got the artist there. Number three, we're back to a band, and it's this. Yep, an early one, but for whom? Uh, Number four, we're back to a solo artist and it's going to sound more modern. Uh, Also, trigger warning here, it's a Christmas song. sure I would agree with all the sentiments in there if I could hear what they were. Number five is also a solo artist. But if you knew me, maybe you would understand me. Words can express how sorry I am if I ever cause pain to anybody. I just hope that you can show compassion and love me enough to just I'll be revealing all the answers, of course, after all the questions in the second half of the podcast. And I'll let you know where you can listen to all of these songs as well, just in case you're interested. Round three is coming up. Which is the old news. You know the drill here. It's the history round. So we all pile into the decrepit quiz cupboard time machine. And here we are in a past year. I won't yet specify. I've gone wild this time and done eight current affairs questions about this mystery year, which will be followed by the ninth question, what year is it? It's one point for each of the first eight answers and two if you know the exact year, or one point if you're close to the exact year. We better get a move on then with these questions. Number one, the 9th of February this year saw the Beatles play at what Liverpool venue for the first time since changing their name from the Quarrymen? One more time, question one. The 9th of February this year saw the Beatles play at what Liverpool venue for the first time since changing their name from the Quarrymen? Number two. Yuri Gagarin became the first human in space on the 12th of April. How many times did he orbit the Earth aboard Vostok 1 before re-entering the atmosphere? 
Question two repeating. Yuri Gagarin became the first human in space on the 12th of April. How many times did he orbit the Earth aboard Vostok 1 before re-entering the atmosphere? Question number three. April also saw a failed attempt to topple Fidel Castro in a military operation named after what bay in southern Cuba? Number three again. April also saw a failed attempt to topple Fidel Castro in a military operation named after what bay in southern Cuba? Number four. The Grammy for Album of the Year was won by a live recording of Judy Garland singing at what New York venue? Number four. Again, the Grammy for Album of the Year was won by a live recording of Judy Garland singing at what New York venue? Number five. In May, the English football double of FA Cup and Division I title was won for the first time in the 20th century by which London club? Question five again. In May, the English football double of FA Cup and Division I title was won for the first time in the 20th century by which London club? Number six. On the 16th of June, which world-famous Russian ballet dancer defected from the Soviet Union while in Paris? Number six again. On the 16th of June, which world-famous Russian ballet dancer defected from the Soviet Union while in Paris? Number seven, the movie version of the musical West Side Story was released on the 18th of October this year, only two weeks after what other successful movie set in New York, which was directed by Blake Edwards. The movie version of the musical West Side Story was released on the 18th of October, only two weeks after what other successful movie set in New York, which was directed by Blake Edwards. Very famous movie, the answer. And number eight, the satirical novel Catch-22 was published in October. Who wrote it? The satirical novel Catch-22 was published in October. Who wrote it? And number nine, as you've been forewarned, the question is, what year is it? What year is it? There is going to be a a small window either side for the one-point cushion, um, but you really want the exact year here. I think I've given you enough clues there within the questions to get the exact year for two points. Fingers crossed you do it. Round four. Almost now. Mom! Dad! It's evil! Don't touch it! And literally, now it's a second airing for the new round called Ziggurat, taking the form of a stepped pyramid of trivia. The first question has four answers, the next has three, then two, then one. It all adds up to ten. Don't worry, I've checked and the maths check out perfectly. One point per correct answer, starting with this. What are the four official languages of Singapore? Is question one. What are the four official languages of Singapore? It's one point for each you can name. Number two, name the big three US television networks. That's that's it. They've got a kind of traditional big three over there in the States, or you have, if I'm talking to an American. Um, what, what are the big three US television networks? One point for each. Question three is, name the two children of Steve Irwin and Terry Raines Irwin. Steve Irwin, and his uh, partner, Terry Raines Irwin, had two kids, both adults now, both famous in their own right. What are their first names, please? Their surnames are both Irwin. I'll give you that. 
And uh, number four, what is the only letter of the Greek alphabet whose English name begins with the letter S? So obviously in English we have specific names for the letters of the Greek alphabet and they have specific spellings uh, in English. One of them begins with the letter S when it's spelled out in English. What is it? All right, answers after this. Two interesting things to just swiftly mention here. The first is that you can now buy Quiz Cupboard merchandise. Do not react when I tell you this, but the person you're listening with would love to get something for Christmas with this podcast's logo on it. No, don't look at them. You'll give it away. Quizcupboard.com is, of course, the address. I've been doing some serious product design. There's a couple of t-shirts, a notebook for your answers. Is there a mouse mat? Of course there's a flipping mouse mat. There's even an AirPods case. Uh, and my favourite, a mug with a bunch of the round names on there, the logos. It's great. So give that a look. The other thing is the Patreon. You know all about that already. Patreon.com forward slash quiz cupboard. Exclusive episode every month. Love it. Right. That was pretty quick. Answers. Anything but was our first round. Um, the first question I asked you was name any discipline in the modern pentathlon except running. And the other four are thus. Fencing. Swimming horse riding, and shooting. So if you said anything along those lines, any one of those. Uh, fencing, we all know what that is. Swimming, it's 200 metres. Swimming, didn't need the distance specified. Horse riding or equestrianism is specifically show jumping. So you can have the point, the two points, sorry, of course, if you said show jumping. And shooting is laser pistol shooting. It's actually uh, now, I believe, incorporated with the running as the final event. So yes, two points for any of those. Number two, any current communist country except China. The list here is Laos, Vietnam, Cuba, and North Korea. So if you said one of those, congratulations, comrade. Laos, Vietnam, Cuba, and North Korea, your four communist countries in the world, according to all the sources that I found. Number three, male authors with a fictional entry in the 50 best-selling books ever in the USA from two years ago, except Tolkien. Right, the list of 12 goes George Orwell, John Green, Anthony Doer, Stieg Larsson, Dr. Seuss, Marcus Zusak, F. Scott Fitzgerald, Mark Sullivan, Eric Carle, George R.R. R. Martin, Paolo Coelho, and William P. Young. Let's go through those again, shall we? George Orwell, 1984, obviously. John Green, the Fault in Our Stars writer. Uh, we got Anthony Doer, Stieg Larsson, Dr. Seuss, Marcus Zusak, F. Scott Fitzgerald, Mark Sullivan, Eric Carle, who wrote The Very Hungry Caterpillar. That's why he's on the list. Uh, George R.R. R. Martin of Game of Thrones, Paolo Coelho, and William P. Young. RR12, any one of those nets you two points. Question four was a nice German geography question. You know how you like those. The three German city-states are Berlin. You weren't allowed that one. Hamburg and Bremen. So if you said Hamburg or Bremen, two points for you. And number five are Aussie Formula One drivers. Daniel Ricciardo, not allowed. So the others to win races in Formula One are Jack Brabham from roughly the 60s. He has 14 wins, won a few titles as well, um, championships. Alan Jones 
from roughly the 80s with 12 wins and Mark Webber from roughly the 2000s with nine wins. So Jack Brabham, Alan Jones or Mark Webber, your three permissible answers there. Well done if you got all of them, but you only needed one. So you've wasted brain power. Moving on then to round two, the back catalogue cabin. This is going to be just a soup son of each clip you heard before, followed by the answer. Number one then. And that answer is Queen, the British band Queen. Two points if you said that. Who could mistake Freddie Mercury's voice towards the end there particularly? And the uh, the distinctive Brian May guitar sound. That song called The Fairy Fellas Masterstroke, in case you want to look it up from the album Queen 2. Not sure if it made it into the Rami Malek film, but why not is the question I would ask you. Here's number two. which is Aretha Franklin covering River's Invitation, a song by Percy Mayfield on her Soul 69 album, which came out in, yes, 1969. Aretha Franklin then for your two points. Number three. That's Green Day back in 1991. Green Day, the song called Road to Acceptance. The album is apparently called 1039 forward slash smoothed out slappy hours. So, you know, get that in your record shop if you can. Green Day, the important information for the points, though. Number four. The voice there of Ariana Grande with Love Is Everything. It was a Christmas EP called Christmas Kisses way back in 2013. Um, Ariana Grande, the answer there. And finally. Don't know if you caught the lyrics there. Out of Ireland, I did run. Great hatred and little room. The answer is Sinead O'Connor. This is a 2000 song from the album Faith and Courage called The Lamb's Book of Life. The artist, the late Sinead O'Connor. So well done if you said her for the answer to number five. Okay, lots of questions to do here for the old news round three. So let me get on with it. Number one, the 9th of February, the Beatles played what venue for the first time since changing their name from the Quarrymen to the Beatles? The answer is the Cavern Club in Liverpool there. Um, Watching documentaries, all everyone can talk about is the smell in the Cavern Club. Various bad things, but mostly disinfectant, apparently. Um, but yeah, the cavern. That's the uh, that's the answer for one point. Yuri Gagarin, number two. Um, how many a- uh, orbits of Earth did he do aboard Vostok One? The answer is one orbit. Once he orbited the Earth one time. Number three was about this failed military operation in Cuba, which was the Bay of Pigs invasion. So Bay of Pigs is what I was looking for for your point number three. Number four, the Grammy for album of the year was won by a live recording of Judy Garland singing at Carnegie Hall. One point if you said Carnegie Hall. Number five, the English football double. Yes, the first time anyone did the double at English football in the 20th century was Tottenham Hotspur. Spurs, also an acceptable answer here. Very common nickname or shortening of their name. This, in fact, the last time they won the league. Uh, Number six, on the 16th of June, which world-famous Russian ballet dancer defected from the Soviet Union while in Paris at the airport, in fact, it was Rudolf Nureyev. That is uh, the name of a very famous ballet dancer. And the correct answer, 1.4, Nureyev. 
Number seven, the uh, yes, West Side Story came out on the 18th of October, only two weeks after what other successful movie set in New York, which was directed by Blake Edwards. The answer is Breakfast at Tiffany's, the Audrey Hepburn film Holly Go Lightly with her cat, very important part in that film. Breakfast at Tiffany's is what I was looking for. Number eight, Catch-22, who wrote it? The answer is Joseph Heller, also from New York, I believe. And number nine, uh, what year is it? The answer is 1961. So if you said that, it's two points to finish off your round. If you said one year either side, 1960 or 62, that's your little cushion for one point. But you were not exactly right there. Right, and that leaves us with just round four answers. Only ten of them to list in the ziggurat. The four official languages of Singapore, to quote from the Republic of Singapore Independence Act 1965, as I so often do, Malay, Mandarin, Tamil and English shall be the four official languages in Singapore. End quote. So those are your four for one point each, Malay, Mandarin, Tamil and English. Also accepting Chinese for Mandarin, just because I'm very, very nice. Uh, so yeah, one point, uh, four points maximum for that question. Number two was name the big three US television networks, and that is NBC, ABC, and CBS. Fox came along later. They're often considered sort of part of a big four, but certainly established before that was the big three, NBC, ABC, CBS. Uh, name the two children of Steve Irwin and Terry Raines Irwin was question three, and the answer is Bindi Irwin and Robert Irwin. Bindi Irwin, I believe, did well on Dancing with the Stars, and Robert Irwin also doing TV work. They're both uh, conservationists, I believe, like their father, Steve. All looks very um, wholesome to me. Bindi and Robert, one point each. And finally, what is the only letter of the Greek alphabet whose English name begins with the letter S? The answer is Sigma. Sigma for one point to finish off your quiz. The 18th letter of the Greek alphabet. It's the one that looks like an angular capital E. You may know it from spreadsheets. And with that, I hope you managed to excel at this week's quiz by accessing all the right words and maybe I even changed your outlook on the day. PowerPoint, that's another one. It's been a pleasure, as always, writing and reading these questions for you. I hope you see fit to return next week, which will be the first episode of December. Worth guessing Michael Bublé for every answer until the end of the year then. Speak soon. Bye-bye.